The personality of Godhead said, Knowledge about me, as described in the scriptures, is very confidential and it has to be realized in conjunction with devotional service. The necessary paraphernalia for that process is being explained by me, you may take it up carefully. Purport. Lord Brahma is the topmost devotee of the Lord within the universe. And therefore the Personality of Godhead replied to his four principal inquiries in four important statements which are known as the original Bhagavatam in four verses. These were Brahma's questions. 1. What are the forms of the Lord both in matter and in transcendence? Two. How are the different energies of the Lord working? 3. How does the Lord play with his different energies? 4. How may Brahma be instructed to discharge the duty entrusted to him? The prelude to the answers is this verse under discussion wherein the Lord informs Brahma that knowledge of him, the supreme Absolute truth, as is stated in the revealed scriptures, is very subtle and cannot be understood unless one is self-realized by the grace of the Lord. The Lord says that Brahma may take the answers as he explains them. This means that transcendental knowledge of the Absolute Supreme Being can be known if it is made known by the Lord himself. By the mental speculation of the greatest mundane thinkers, the Absolute Truth cannot be understood. The mental speculators can reach up to the standard of impersonal Brahman realization, but factually, complete knowledge of transcendence is beyond the knowledge of impersonal Brahman. Thus it is called the supreme confidential wisdom. Out of many liberated souls, someone may be qualified to know the personality of Godhead. In the Bhagavad Gita also it is said, in the Bhagavad Gita is also said by the Lord himself, that out of many hundreds of thousands of people, one may try for perfection in human life. And out of many liberated souls, one may know him as he is. Therefore, the knowledge of the personality of Godhead may be attained by devotional service only. Rahasya means devotional service. Lord Krishna instructed Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita because he found Arjuna to be a devotee and friend. Without such qualifications, one cannot enter into the mystery of the Bhagavad Gita. Therefore, one cannot understand the personality of Godhead unless one becomes a devotee and discharges devotional service. This mystery is love of Godhead. Therein lies the main qualification for knowing the mystery of the Personality of Godhead and to attain the stage of transcendental love of Godhead, regulated principles of devotional service must be followed. The regulated principles are called Vidhi Bhakti or the devotional service of the Lord and they can be practiced by a neophyte with his present senses. Such regulated principles are mainly based on hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord. And such hearing and chanting of the glories of the Lord 
can be made possible in the association of devotees only. Lord Chaitanya therefore recommended five main principles for attaining perfection in the devotional service of the Lord. The first is association with devotees, hearing. Second is chanting the glories of the Lord. Third, hearing Srimad Bhagavatam from the pure devotee. Fourth, residing in a holy place connected with the Lord. And fifth, worshipping the deity of the Lord with devotion. Such rules and regulations are parts of devotional service. So, as requested by Lord Brahma, the Personality of Godhead will explain all about the four questions put forward by Brahma and others also which are parts and parcels of the same questions. Lord Krishna is about to speak to Lord Brahma. Both are great personalities. Lord Krishna is the greatest of great personalities and Brahma is also a very great personality entrusted with the Lord, with the whole universe. Who can you trust with the whole universe? Who can you trust with anything? It's very difficult to find anyone you can trust with anything. Mostly if you give anyone responsibility for anything, they either misappropriate it or due to, even if sincere, due to lack of ability, they bungle it all up and make a big mess. Brahma is a trusted representative of the Lord. He's asking the Lord, how can I discharge this duty? Now Krishna will explain him. He will explain to him. Brahma, being a, a Brahmana, understood that the execution of his duty was not simply according to some technique. This is the fault of modern education, that they simply teach techniques. They don't teach what is the purpose of life. They don't teach the necessary qualification of good character necessary to function as a proper human being. They simply teach techniques, therefore shudra education, called shudra education, technical education. But Brahma, being a Brahmana, knows that at the basis of the techniques for creating the universe are the principles. Why are we doing this? For what purpose? That he wants to understand. And Lord Krishna is preparing him for understanding him by informing him of that which he already had some, at least, inkling of, by stating that Jnanam Paramagovyamna, this knowledge which I am to present to you is most secret or confidential. Krishna is residing in the spiritual world. He's always in spiritual existence. Brahma is his representative in the material world. 
In the spiritual world, this knowledge is not confidential. It's knowledge means to understand Krishna. That is everywhere manifested in the spiritual world, everything. All it's stated that in Vrindavan every leaf is vibrating the sound Radha Radha Krishna Krishna. So Krishna is revealed to his devotees. In the spiritual world all are devotees. In the material world also Krishna is present everywhere. But this knowledge is confidential because those who are in the material world, they have blocked themselves off from the facility to understand this knowledge. It appears confidential to them. It is, they don't, because they lack the qualification, they cannot perceive that which should be obvious to them. Just like electricity is everywhere, but unless one has the requisite qualification, cannot understand what is electricity and cannot take advantage of it. So like that, the Vedvani is, or the, the knowledge of Krishna is all-pervading, as is Krishna. Tasmat Sarvagatam Brahma is all-pervading Brahma, omnipresent. But those who do not know or no inkling of this, they remain forever ignorant of it. Like a fish in the Ganga. The fish is swimming in the Ganga, is living in the Ganga. The fish even breathes through the water. But the fish is just in fish consciousness, it's not in not in Ganga consciousness. So Krishna is revealing this knowledge, Sarahasyam Tarangamcha, Gyanam Paramagoyame, Yad Vigyana Samangitam. That Vigyana, which is the realization of that, Samangitam, coordinated. Between Gyana and Vigyana, there should be no disharmony. Samangai means harmony. So actual knowledge means that knowledge which is realized. So here Krishna is offering not simply book knowledge, but also the method of realization. And realization is not different from that knowledge. If one simply has book knowledge, then that is not knowledge. Even on the mundane platform, if one is uh, once gets trained in medicine and does very well in the theory side but is hopeless at surgery, then don't ask such a person to do surgery. If he's in practical, it's a knowledge is to be applied. So if in practice one cannot apply it, that actually inability to apply the knowledge means actually one even though one may theoretically have the knowledge, he hasn't actually understood it. He hasn't understood the principle. That's why this, this knowledge is called Guhya, and we find in Bhagavad Gita also that Lord Krishna states the same thing to Arjuna. That uh, this, uh, repeatedly he states to Arjuna, this knowledge is very confidential. 
Why is that very confidential when Gita Press distributes Gita's, Bhagavad Gita's, are they still one rupee? And probably not, probably two or three rupees by now. But they're very cheaply and very widely, and now they're, now they're doing it in Telugu and Tamil and all kinds of other languages apart from Hindi also. And Prabhupada's Bhagavad Gita is also, or actually Bhagavad Gita as it is, not Prabhupada's Gita, it's Krishna's Bhagavad Gita. Prabhupada's revealing of Bhagavad Gita is distributed all over the world. So why is that knowledge considered very confidential? Because one cannot enter into it simply by reading. One actually has to enter. The knowledge and realization come together. It's not that one simply studies and then afterwards you practice, but knowledge and practice or, or study and practice have to go on side by side. That's why the traditional brahmachari system is that one studies under guru and at the same time serves. Dasavan acharan nicha as a menial servant. One learns the humility and submission and surrender and Surya Guru Sovridam with very strong attachment to the Guru who is linked up, he himself is has got that knowledge and realization is linked with Krishna. That's why it's called Amnayavani. Vedic knowledge is called Amnayavani, Vedavani. Another name is Amnayavani, which means that the, the knowledge of the Ved, not Ved means knowledge, and Vedvani means ex, expression of that knowledge. So that is Amnayavani, that is to be heard in Parampara. That links the knowledge with the source of knowledge. The knowledge has to be passed through the realization. It's not, again, not simply hearing is essential, but that hearing has to be with the proper attitude by which that knowledge will be revealed. Yasya Deve Parabhakti, Yatha Deve Tathaguro. That knowledge is revealed to one who has full faith. That knowledge is revealed within the heart. It becomes, it becomes the heart, the active principle of the heart. Of one who is, who has full faith in the Supreme Lord and in the representative of the Supreme Lord. Guru who is in one sense not different from the Supreme Lord. So Guru means gives Krishna, gives Vedvani, which is non different from Krishna, and gives Bhakti, which is the process to understand Krishna. The process to understand Krishna, Atashri Krishna Namadi Nabhavad Grahi Mindriyai, Sivan Mukhe Hijivado Swayameva Spurati Adaha. Krishna can be understood by the service attitude. Krishna reveals himself. Otherwise, no end of study in its study in itself without being linked 
with the service attitude cannot reveal Krishna or will not reveal. Krishna reveals himself to who he wants to and he wants to reveal himself to those who want to serve him. Otherwise it's not samangva, it becomes disharmonious. If one wants to come into the presence of Krishna without having the attitude of service to Krishna, then it becomes contrary to the dharma of the jiva, which is to serve Krishna. That's why there's a material world for those who are not harmonized with their dharma of serving Krishna. They must come to this place of disharmony where the jiva is separate from his attitude of service to Krishna. There must be disharmony in this material world because by its very nature this material world is the place of adharma, agyana. That is the lack of recognition of Krishna. So Krishna is giving this knowledge. Krishna reveals himself through the knowledge of Shastra, which is practically applied or practically revealed within the hearts of those who want to serve. Brahma has asked with his knowledge uh, how Krishna exists, his different incarnations and his energies. And the last of his questions is, how can I apply this knowledge so as to execute the task I've been given, which is to create this world? So Brahma wasn't asking just out of curiosity or uh, for intellectual aggrandizement, but he wanted to know this knowledge so as to apply it in the matter of the creation, so he can perform his service properly. I can't perform my service properly unless I understand how to, or, or how and why I, you exist. What is the relationship of the Satyarananda, Supreme Personality of Godhead, with this Asat Achit Nirananda material world? Why should I create this world at all, which is a place of suffering? Unless there's the opportunity to distribute this knowledge within the world. So Krishna is revealing this knowledge to Brahma, who will reveal it to his disciples, as actually Brahma is doing, or to Narad, and Narad is doing through his disciples. Revealing that knowledge and its practical application in devotional service. Krishna, that is his kindness. He makes himself available in the form of transcendental knowledge throughout the ages. But that knowledge can only be understood by devotees because this knowledge is to be realized, uh, this knowledge is to be lived. It is. It, Bhakti is ultimately experience. Knowledge and experience, they are inseparable. Ultimately, here we see Krishna speaking of jnana. The Sahajyas, they uh, reject 
certain Sahajas, they reject even Bhagavad Tattva Vigyana. Jnana is rejected in Bhagavatam itself. Jnana, Prayasam, Udapasya. Lord Brahma says that give up the process of trying to understand simply by your own knowledge because that, uh, what is that, Manasam, Manasa, what is that, Manasam Varanavacha, Vaibhavam Tavagochara. Lord, he says that Krishna is not understandable by mental effort or, or by simply by discussion. So, jnana or impersonal, dry speculation, that is rejected. But Bhagavad Tattva Vigyana, knowledge of Krishna, that is inseparable from bhakti. The mistake of certain sahajiyas is that they reject even the knowledge of the Bhagavatam of Krishna. They think that we only want to know about Krishna's intimate leelas, especially gopi leela. But Bhagavatam, which is non-different from Krishna, and not only the tenth canto, we find the Lord Himself speaking here, Jnanam Paramagyogyarme, that now I'm going to give that knowledge, but that is very confidential knowledge. It is not like the dry mundane knowledge of the impersonalist, but this knowledge is rasa jnanam svadu svadu pade pade. It is knowledge which is non-different from and enriched with rasa and is to be relished at every step. So this knowledge which Krishna is giving, anything well it's uh, discussing about the creation and how the Lord enters within the creation and his different avatars and we're not interested in that. It's a great mistake to think so. It's actually offensive to think so because this is Krishna himself giving and he is, he is not devoid of rasa. The mistake of, this mistake is made when we consider that knowledge of Krishna is separated from Krishna. Knowledge of Krishna is Krishna. He is Satyad Ananda. He is knowledge. Knowledge is only concentrated on Him. And to know Him means to love Him. And it's not possible to love Him without knowing Him. Of course, it may be said that there is a stage, just like we find, Mother Yashoda, she doesn't know, or even if she knows, even if the Brajwasis know that Krishna is the Supreme Personality of Godhead, their overwhelming love for Him uh, subordinates in their understanding of Him, their knowledge of Him being the Supreme Personality of Godhead. But for us who are on this side of the Vaitarani, we are not dancing with Krishna. We're dancing according to another tune, according to Maya's tune. For us, Krishna has given Shastra so that we can understand, not only understanding, but the nature of Shastra 
is purifying by hearing. Tadara Jastamo Baba, Kamala Bhade Chaita Eta Anadita, Stitang Satve Prasidati. By hearing, the heart becomes purified. So hearing this knowledge of Krishna, that Stitam Satve, that situates us in our actual position. We become free from the rubbish in the mind by hearing about Krishna and understanding who He is, what is our relationship with Him. We are His servants constitutionally. He is constitutionally the Supreme Lord and I am constitutionally His servant. I can never be the Supreme Lord. The conditioned soul is suffering under the misconception Instead of understanding that Krishna is Ishvara, Krishna is Bhogi, Krishna is Siddha and Balavan and Sukhi, we are thinking that I am independently the controller, the enjoyer. I am independently perfect. I am self-manifestedly perfect, but only Krishna is self-manifestedly perfect. I am I'm independently powerful. I am I'm independently happy, not realizing that his happiness depends on becoming fixed in his dharma of serving Krishna. Otherwise, he cannot be happy. But under the illusion of the, the very strong desire to serve Krishna that is the dharma or the intrinsic nature of the jiva becomes transformed into the viparita buddhi, opposite buddhi of very strongly not wanting to serve Krishna. And therefore he becomes matiya na krishna paratasvatova mitobi vadyeta grihabhatanam adanta gobi very strongly determined not to serve Krishna under any circumstances. Griha Vrata, the dharma of the jiva is to be Krishna Vrata, fully fixed in serving Krishna. But the conditioned soul has taken another, he has taken another vow that I shall not become Krishna conscious. I may be thrown into hell again and again, but I must satisfy my senses because I am Ishvar, Bhogi, Suki, Siddha. So even in hell he finds some enjoyment. Even in hell he has to enter the river and eating stool and so on. The stool is here is very good to do. Very tasty. He's enjoying, just like the pig. He's enjoying eating stool. Hellish condition. But due to his transformed consciousness, he finds happiness. Actually, it's not happiness. It's misery. But he has no information of or desire to hear about Krishna. So this knowledge is very confidential because it requires, it is revealed to one who has the attitude of service and surrender to Krishna. But in this material world, we don't have that attitude. So it, it's... It becomes almost like something, then the Shastra, it becomes like something written in some indecipherable hieroglyphics. 
and you you find people they 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 go and dig up something in some desert somewhere and they find some old figures written and no one understands what it is and they spend years and years trying to work out what does it say they have no clue what it said there's some some inscription is there but they don't know the alphabet and they have no idea what so it's it's completely foreign or if you hear a completely foreign language if if someone knows Hindi then they can maybe work out something of what someone is saying in Marathi but it would be very difficult to understand if you have no previous knowledge of how people are speaking Chinese because it's a very different language so the Shastra it may be like that even if one learns Sanskrit one can learn Sanskrit and study Shastra but still and think that you understand what it means it's like deciphering the hieroglyphics and you think you're, now I've deciphered it, now I understand what it is, but you deciphered it all in the wrong way. You, you got the wrong meaning altogether. So even if one thinks he understands Sanskrit, then one cannot actually understand Sanskrit unless that knowledge is revealed through devotees. That's why it's very dangerous to learn Sanskrit from Mayavadi. Because every word, they'll Gyana, they're, they're under the this Gyana, yes. And what is their understanding of Gyana? Aham Brahmasmi, I am Brahma, and uh, Brahma is supreme, I am supreme. So they misunderstood him right from the very beginning. They, they misunderstand everything. So one may become an expert Sanskrit scholar and even be able to explain Bhagavad Gita in many ways which are, apparently uphold their misconception. But it's all misconception. They didn't understand one single word, even though great scholars of Bhagavad Gita. Therefore, Shastra has to be understood through devotees. But who will come to hear from devotees? Who will want to hear such a thing? When we go to distribute books all over the world, if we tell people that this book teaches you how to give up illicit sex life, intoxication, gambling, meat eating, and completely give up all idea of any personal enjoyment and even uh, liberation from this material world and will teach you how to be actually happy by becoming a slave Das, Das means slave servant, there may, there may be some in the English word servant there may be some possibility of paid servant but uh, Das, Krishna Das, there's no payment. Or if there's payment, then you're not really Das. Then that's Karma Mishra Bhakti. Then you want to be a servant, but a paid servant. But unpaid servant and uh, completely at the mercy of the master. That's called a slave. Of course, one has to have great faith in the reality that Krishna is not a Stalinistic type of person. He's a benevolent, most or only benevolent, well-wisher. But who will come? Who will come to take this knowledge? Bhagavanji, one who is very fortunate, they will come to hear from devotees. Devotees live in this world, they come to this world to, just as Krishna himself comes to this world, to introduce people to the better life. Better life doesn't mean having a bigger car, 
or a bigger house or different mode of life altogether. Actual life. Life begins. They say life begins at 60. No, life begins at 16. Right. <laughs> life begins with association. Sangat Sanjayate Kamaha. By association with that association, association with those who have no desire but to serve Krishna and who are transparently Brahma Bhuta Prasanatma happy on the spiritual platform. I personally had this experience when I first, at least in this lifetime, I might have ended as an ant or something in another lifetime in a Krishna temple. Then I saw the devotees are very happy. With a happy, but they're not. They don't have any material means for happiness. They don't watch TV. They, they only eat what they're given, which is very austere at that time. They're, they're living in England in the winter, snow outside and no heating inside, and living a, a very austere life, getting up early in the morning, and so on. But obviously, very blissful. So it's obvious that they're, they're shining with their happiness, which does, couldn't come from any sense gratification because they didn't have it. So it was obvious that they were they were getting happiness from a platform completely different to anyone that I had any experience of, or anyone that any platform that I had any even imagination of, the link with Krishna, spiritual platform. And that gave me enough faith to listen to them. And then they explained to me the principles of devotional service, by which I became convinced enough to want to hear more. Hearing process. Hearing and serving, these two things go together. Service is the, is the essence. Hearing is teaching us to serve, but serving also gives us the inclination to hear. Susu These things go on side by side. We've heard about the great Jayananda, who didn't hear very much. He was always very busy serving. And even if he came to sit down to hear Prabhupada speak, he would fall asleep immediately. Because he was so much engaged in service, he didn't sleep very much. He kept his body always active. And if anyone came to hear from him, just like one devotee, actually Dhanavya Maharaj told me that when he first came to the temple, he asked some questions and what devotee said, go and see Jayananda, he'll tell you the answer. They didn't know, because they're all... You know, and they had faith that he can tell. And then he saw Jayananda, who was obviously very blissful. They, they, he said, he asked, where will we find Jayananda? I said, oh, this time you must be out the back putting out the garbage. So go out the back and put out the garbage. So then, the Danavya, or whatever his name was at that time, his so-called name, that isn't his real name. He got the real name later, Das, Krishna Das. So he, whatever other his questions were, he, he, he dropped that and asked, How are you so happy? Immediately thought, I want to be happy like you. 
Dainan said, I don't know, I don't have time to think about things like that. You hear, see this garbage? Pick it up, help me bring it up. Immediately engage him in service. Blissful on the platform of service. So that could be the Prabhupada recognized Jayananda as as a saint. He said his disappearance day should be celebrated. He was actually on the Raga Maga of of one with his guru. He had understood the mission of service. Therefore all truths of Shastra were revealed to him, which was revealed in his life of blissful service. Brahma is not less, he's the Acharya of our Sampradaya. But he's receiving this knowledge to distribute it to others. We have to hear gradually, point by point, who is Krishna? How is he the Supreme Personality of Godhead? What is our relationship with him? How we actually have no relationship with anything mundane. This is all to be explained. This is extremely confidential. It is gradually revealed to those who are Sivan Muk, who are inclined to serve. The whole Vedic system is to bring us to this point of being inclined to serve and ultimately brings us to the point of serving Krishna without any personal motivation. And then that knowledge becomes revealed within the heart. That knowledge becomes one's heart. That knowledge becomes one life, one's life. That is realization. And when one has that realization, then all this knowledge, even without hearing, is revealed. There's so many topics. This, this verse, this could be talking about for days and days and days and days. And it is, it is Srimad Bhagavatam. It is the prelude here to Chatur Shloki. It is Srimad Bhagavatam. So this, what is spoken here is expanded in the whole knowledge of Srimad Bhagavatam, which is being spoken constantly and practiced constantly. And those who are fortunate, they will hear it constantly and practice it constantly. And in this way they will also become Bhagavata. They will also become in relationship with Krishna. Therefore, Shravana Kirtana Kara Anukhan Asata Pachala Chari Kohe Premananda Manusha Janama Shafala Karana Bhari Therefore, go on hearing and chanting continuously. Don't stop, even for a moment. Give up all nonsense. It's not possible. We can't mix. There's no samanvai, no harmony of knowledge and realization if we insert some agyan or nonsense into our devotional life. It must be constant. Then the knowledge is revealed. So that we have to do. Now we have the chance. We have the human form of life. We should take it. Go on hearing and chanting constantly. Don't waste time. There's no time. We don't have very much time. We're all dying. We don't, by hearing and chanting we shall live. By asat, by engaging in asat, anything other than hearing and chanting and serving about Krishna, then our life is simply spoiled. So, there are millions of things to be said by millions of self-realized persons 
on the unlimited subject of Krishna. But within this material world, which we, because we have this vision of being in this material world, we are limited by time and space, and time for class is coming to an end. So if there are any questions, I'll take and try to answer from the unlimited platform. Hare Krishna. Maharaj, you mentioned that uh, knowledge needs to understand Lord Krishna. And uh, yeah, I said that, and it's true also. It's not just my opinion. Okay, I agree. And even if you didn't agree, it would still be true. <laughs> yes. So, uh, we, you mentioned that also the chapter maybe Verses, you know, 9, second canto, 9, 32, 33, yeah. 34, 35. Yes. 32, 33, 34, 35, 36. Those are the four verses. But yeah. you know, the South Indian Brahmana, yeah, he yeah. simply uh, saw the Bhagavad Gita picture, you know, Krishna's serving, yeah, 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 yeah. Arjuna, and he cried and he. No, he understood them. That's why he was crying. <laughs> but he couldn't read. That, that, that knowledge was revealed to him within the heart. But for most people, that won't happen. For most people, they, for most people who are, that means he's heard in previous lives. He's, either he's come directly from the spiritual world to demonstrate this point, or he's made sufficient advancement in previous lives that he can immediately perceive the essence of Bhagavad Gita, even without entering into the formal study of it. But we shouldn't think that, therefore, the formal study of it is, is any less. Or, or like the, the Sahajiyas, they think that study of all this, that's, that's not actually bhakti. But it is. That knowledge, the same knowledge, or, or that knowledge becomes revealed to one who follows the, the process. Vairagya yuktaya pashanti atmani chatmanam bhaktya shruta grihitaya. Bhakti is understood by the process of hearing, according to Srimad Bhagavatam. Bhaktya shruta, by hearing shruti, with jnana and vairagya, not impersonal jnana or vairagya, but jnana and vairagya, which are the sons of bhakti, inseparable from bhakti. So, if for the conditioned soul, they may go through a formal process, as Prabhupada points out in this purport, of hearing and serving, and when they become mature in them, then by the grace of Guru and Krishna, that knowledge becomes revealed in the heart. Or it may be that 
one even without going through all the formal stages, that knowledge is manifest in his person. But that is again a mistake of the Sahajis to presume that is not for the conditioned soul is not necessary to go through a, a process of formal training in bhakti, vaidhi bhakti. That you just immediately come to the platform of realization. Bhakti is ultimately experienced. But if one is not trained to have the attitude of full surrender and submission to Krishna, then one may imagine that he is experiencing Radha Krishna Prem Bhav, but it will only be imagination. And even he may feel some ecstasy, but that also will be only be imaginary if it's not situated on the if it's, if it's not situated on the platform, if it's not approved by great devotees then so many mistakes will come. And those mistakes will be visible in behavior which is Shruti Smriti Puranadi Pancharata Vidin Vidha Aikantaki Hare Bhakti Utpata Yaiva Kalpata That will be visible in activities and attitudes of the so-called Premi Bhakta which are contrary to those which are given in scripture. So scripture is not just a ladder that we have to climb up and then kick away but it is, it is also the litmus test of what is actual bhakti and what is and, and Shastra is also non-different from Krishna. There are different, le according to levels, according to the level of the recipient, Shastra may be understood and appreciated. At the highest level, Shravan is performed by aspiring devotees for the sake of elevation to the platform of perfection. Those on the platform of perfection, they also perform shravan as service uh, with realization. And then they, they, Krishna is revealed to them in every syllable of Shastra. Shall we finish there? Are you very strict here? Yes, there's another question. Could we please pass the mic to the back? Yes. And how what? How we will associate with How will we associate? Pure devotee has this symptom, the uh, the basic symptom that Prabhupada, or the essence of all the symptoms that Prabhupada pointed out is that always thinking of and acting for and speaking of Krishna. And one can see that. One has... Prabhupada also said that, uh, he also gave the example, if you want to purchase a watch, you should go to a watch shop, not a vegetable shop. So, in other words, one should have some idea, one has to have some preliminary idea of what he's looking for. Otherwise, one will be cheated. Someone will, you go to a watch shop and someone sells you a cabbage and charges you 5,000 rupees for a watch. <laughs> but it's not a watch, it's a cabbage. 
So you can be, if we don't have some idea, then we'll be cheated. So someone who's Bhagyavan, who's just ready to hear about Krishna, then Krishna will provide him sufficient intelligence to uh, intuitively differentiate between the saints and the swindlers. The swindlers within their personality will be found, even if they talk about Krishna, within their personality will be found the desire for personal sense gratification, either grossly or subtly. We find, the, I think it's in that movie, or ever well wisher, we find Nathji, who is now Sri Nathji. What's it? Dr. Narendra Desai, I think his name was it. He said, I tested Prabhupada. I challenged him. I spent, I spent time over months giving him a hard time, but I couldn't find any trace of lust in him. So this is the test. And how to associate? Then, Tadvidhi Pranipatela, very fresh name is Savior. Upadekshanti Tadgyanam, Gyanam Tatvadarshanaha. One has to associate by submission, by relevant questioning, and by service. And with that very nice word, service, I'll finish. Because we all have to go and do service. This is also service. Now we have to, throughout the day, see how we've heard Srimad Bhagavatam. Of course, you may forgive it coming through an opaque medium and try to take the message and we'll see how we've heard and chanted by how we serve during the day. Hare Krishna. Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai.